All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Boca Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Holritz. Happy New Year to you. It's great to have you here. It's great to be here. It's kind of fun, actually, to make this the uh, the first episode of the year. We're just jumping right in. And we're going to be talking about a topic that's hugely, hugely relevant to, well, a new year. And that is setting New Year's goals, more specifically setting New Year's resolutions. I don't want to bring kind of an alternative perspective to bear on this topic. We'll get to that here in just a little bit. For those of you that are live streaming uh, on facebook.com slash Boca Podcast or youtube.com slash Boca Podcast, thanks for joining us. Thanks for hanging out. Don't be shy. Join the conversation. Uh, This is a little bit of an unusual episode today in that I'm on my own. So help me make this a conversation. I don't want to just talk to the screen for 20, 30, 40 minutes here. Come make it a conversation. Ask questions, suggestions, comment, and uh, maybe even share a little bit about your perspective on New Year's resolutions as we get into this conversation. But be part of this conversation today. And then for those of you that are listening to the audio version of this, after the fact, Make sure you go to youtube.com slash Boca Podcast, subscribe, turn on notifications, and come join the conversation when we do these live streams. And would love to, absolutely love to have you here. Dorian is already chiming in from YouTube and he's saying hello. Hey, Dorian, thanks for joining the conversation and for being the first person to comment today. Love that. Y'all don't be shy. Have a conversation with me. This is going to be a lot of fun. But for those of you that are listening to the audio version, you can also go to instagram.com slash Boca Podcast. All of you should follow us there. But um, keep up with the notifications, the announcements for the upcoming live streams. We have two more coming this week with guests, not just me doing a monologue. And uh, so make sure that you sign up and are notified or keep notified about those upcoming episodes. And then one last note here, as I always do here on the Boca podcast, I promised you that I would make a donation to Charity Water. I'm going to pop up my little receipt there on the screen for those of you that are live streaming charitywater.org is an organization I've given to for years and I'm just doing this sharing that I'm giving to them as a means of encouraging you all to look for opportunities to give whether to your local community or to national or international organizations look for opportunities to give it's amazing how little bit money can go a really really long way so take advantage of those opportunities as we go into the new year all right Well, enough of the introductory stuff. And I see a number of you live streaming with us, whether on YouTube or on Facebook. Thanks again for joining us. Be part of the conversation today. Comment, ask questions, shoot me funny emojis if you want to, that's fine. And uh, let's make this a group conversation because as I mentioned earlier, this is a little bit of an unusual episode. I wanted to bring a topic to you on my own today. We don't have a guest today. Um, I wanted to bring a topic to you today that is important to me, that's made a massive impact on my life over the last... Well, I'd say the last couple of years in particular, and that is a a slightly different approach to what we normally consider New Year's resolutions. And Amanda is chiming in from Facebook. Hey, Amanda, thanks for saying hey. And uh, I love the engagement already. Oh, don't be shy. Say hello. Ask questions. And, And as we get into this conversation about New Year's resolutions, share yours too. Share your approach to New Year's resolutions. And we'll use that, we'll kind of work that into the conversation at hand. But very simply, I want to bring a much different perspective to New Year's resolutions than what we're used to hearing. Now, New Year's resolutions in the past, or as we, I guess, most commonly know them, are big, unsustainable plans to be better humans. And I mean, the concept in and of itself isn't bad, but the problem is in many cases, maybe even most cases, those New Year's resolutions are more like band-aids 
to compensate for much deeper issues that we need to address. And as a result, what normally happens? We're like super high energy, really amped about these New Year's resolutions. We get two, three, four weeks, maybe even a couple of months into the new year. And then whether slowly or maybe even abruptly, we fall off the wagon and then we just hit that same reset button the next year and do the same thing. And we repeat this over and over and over again. And I mean, very, and this is a much more complicated conversation, certainly, but that type of behavioral pattern is super unhealthy. And I think that we need to move beyond that, but not just conceptually, very practically. And I have an idea that I think will help you do just that. And uh, Kimberly is actually chiming in. She's saying, hello and happy new year. Excited to hear your thoughts on setting healthy business goals. And Kimberly, it's, I'm glad that you bring this up actually, because we are going to differentiate a little bit today between goals and what we're going to be talking about, this concept of values. The cool thing is they're very much interrelated. And uh, so stay tuned and we'd love to hear your thoughts as we go along. And Dedan says, Sensei, <laughs> thanks for joining me, Dedan. And uh, good to see you here. Happy New Year to you as well. So let's go ahead and talk about what this alternative might look like. And instead of this repetitive process that we go through every single year where we, we're really amped about these big, big goals that aren't very realistic in many cases, and we certainly don't tend to stick to, what I want to suggest to you is a much simpler, more manageable, and here's the key word, sustainable solution to New Year's, or alternative, I should say, to New Year's resolutions. And what it centers around is not just this big reset button that we hit once a year or maybe once a quarter, if you're used to thinking like a business person. This is something that we are striving to do on a daily basis. And it's also different in that we never necessarily achieve said goal or ultimately value. And again, we'll talk about what a value means here in just a second. But this is about a process and learning to appreciate the process. I'm 40, let's see, I guess I'll be 43 this year, later this year. And I'm just now in the last year, maybe even six months or so of my life, beginning to understand the significance of and appreciate this idea of a process. As much as it's exciting to have a goal to reach and to accomplish something, it's a much more sustainable effort, um, certainly over the long span, over years of our life to learn to enjoy the process. And this is very much about a process. And I'll explain what I mean here in just a little bit. But as I mentioned just a second ago to Kimberly, and of course to everybody listening in, I do want to make sure not to minimize the significance of or take away from the idea of goals. New Year's resolutions tend to be, you know, these again, these grandiose ideas about making ourselves better human beings. And that's really what we're going to be talking about today. But if you have specific goals that you're setting, and I'm going to be a little bit more specific about that here. What I mean by specific goals are those goals that are simple. I would say minimal, maybe three goals, for example, per category, business or personal, actionable, and then tied to a strategy. If you want to set those goals on an annual basis or a quarterly basis and, and actually follow through on that, more power to you. What we're talking about again here is what I think is kind of a broken model in New Year's resolutions, which is like, oh shoot, I have an opportunity for a fresh start. I feel really terrible about myself. And so I better do this, this, and this. So I feel better about myself and I'm a better human being. Again, rather than doing that on an annual basis in this kind of reactive mode, frantic kind of manic mode, what I'm suggesting is an ongoing process of being a better human being. And all of this centers around a word that I've already mentioned a number of times now, values. Now, I was exposed to this, this concept of values, not the word. I'd heard the word however many times before over my life, 
But a number of years ago, and I'm trying to think, this is probably about 10 years ago now, uh, coming up on 10 years, I read a book called Awaken the Giant Within. I'm sure many of you have heard of Tony Robbins, and I know that there are mixed opinions on Tony Robbins, and that's totally fine. But the reality is that Tony's extremely talented at breaking down, distilling, compiling psychological principles into easy-to-understand, kind of bite-sized, and very, very actionable chunks. And I got a hold of this book, Awaken, or yeah, it was it's called Awaken the Giant Within. And you know, cheesy title, I, I get it. But I read, actually, I only ever read about half the book. And just that half the book made a massive, massive impact on my life at the time and will continue to probably for the rest of my life. Um, so much so, actually, that I, that I got some tattoos. I don't know how many of you are going to be able to actually see this if I pull my sleeves down here. I have this tattoo here on my left arm. This is the, the Japanese word sentaku. Uh, or excuse me, kakushin, which is belief. And then on the right wrist here is choice or sentaku. And this is tied to what I learned from reading just the half of that book. But the reason that I bring that up is because in that book, and in the book that I'm going to share with you here in just a second, Tony talks about the significance of values and the roles, the role that they can and really should play in your life. And so for further context to, to what we're talking about today, because we're only going to be here for maybe a half hour or so talking about this, I really want you to get more context to understand this at a deeper level. I'm going to actually recommend uh, a particular book. And let me actually pull this up on screen here really quick. I think I can share my screen here. There we go. And this book is called Reawaken the Giant Within. And this is an ebook version, a much, much more simplified version of that original book, Awaken the Giant Within. It's free, actually. And by the way, I don't, I don't get any kind of... Um, <laughs> some kind of performance fee or something for sharing this. Uh, but this ebook, free digital download, you can download it as a PDF. There used to be a way you could download it for your Kindle, but you can at least get a PDF version of it. This is a hundred page ebook that is free to read, sums up the most important principles probably in that, that book, Awaken the Giant Within. It's called Reawaken the Giant Within. And um, I'm going to share the link. We'll put this in the show notes as well at bocapodcast.com. But if you go to, I just created this bit.ly link. So bit.ly slash boca, B-O-K-E-H, Tony Robbins. Uh, that's the bit.ly link that we've set up to forward to this. I, I talk about this book quite a bit. And I, I really should have created that bit.ly link a long time ago. But I've got that up on screen for anybody who's live streaming with me. Bitly slash Boca Tony Robbins and go download that ebook for further context. But nonetheless, I learned about this concept of values and the importance that values play in the health of our day-to-day -day life a number of years ago. And what I've ultimately done is come up with a list of values that are important to me that I review on a regular basis, probably at least four or five times a week. Really, I want to be doing so daily just as a way to kind of center me, if you will, to kind of bring me back to focus. What is it at the beginning of my day? What is it that I want to, who is it that I want to be as a person on a day-to-day -day basis? Now, the cool thing again about this is it's, it's a sustainable effort, right? We're reviewing principles, values that we want to represent on a day-to-day -day basis. And in doing so, keeping front of mind, not only those principles, but ultimately thinking about how we can go about accomplishing living those principles on a daily basis. And this is a much more sustainable process that can last years versus, again, this very unhealthy approach, this manic approach to hitting the reset button every single year with resolutions that we don't tend to follow through on. Now, what are 
values. I already kind of alluded to this on a very basic level, but values are very simply characteristics that we want to be known for. And if I were to, oh, and actually, you know what? I'm, I'm just sorry. I want to make sure I keep an eye on these comments coming in. Uh, Dorian said, I'm not trying to make a big revolution on January 1st, which can be difficult to perform, but rather evolution, small steps during the whole year. And Dorian, you and I are on the same page here. So thanks for commenting on that. And I think this is going to very much make sense and resonate with you. But getting back to values, the, the definition of values, what values actually mean, very base level. If, if you were to think about the characteristics that you want to be known for, whether it's now or when you go to your grave, when somebody says, Nathan Holritz is dot, dot, dot. What I want people to fill in that dot, 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 that blank with are the principles, the values that I am attempting to live on a consistent basis. And I'm going to share that list with you here in just a little bit, just to give you a point of reference about what direction you might go. But very simply, it's the characteristics that I want to be known for now and into the future. And more importantly, and if, if I were to really just kind of establish, this is my own definition, if you will, of values. I'm going to pop this up on the screen. Values are our most important states of being that bring us a deep sense of happiness and fulfillment. Again, a relatively simple thought process or idea here. Our most important states of being, not a feeling, not the result, but our state of being that bring us a deep sense of happiness and fulfillment. So it's important to, to differentiate here, actually, to that end, the difference between that state of being and the feeling or the result that it brings. Because I could say, oh, well, it's really important to me that I am wealthy. So wealth is one of my values. And the reality is that that is the result. Wealth is a result of living out particular values consistently. You want a sense of stability. Maybe you want a sense of freedom. And those are values. But wealth is just a, a result, if you will, of living out those values consistently or striving for those values consistently. You could say, I want to be happy. Happy is a value of mine. That's not really a value. That's a feeling or an emotion that you experience as a result of living out a particular value. I know that I'm happiest, for example, when I am consistently connected to individuals or community. And I'll explain what I mean about that here in just a second. It sounds a little bit trite, connected, right? But it's very intentional. But I know that I feel a sense of happiness and ultimately fulfillment when I'm connected to individuals and to community consistently. And so it is, we need to make sure that we distinguish between the state of being, which is ultimately the value that you want to establish, and then the result that you get from that. And there are all kinds of wonderful potential results that can come from these states of being. I'll add a little side note here. This isn't just about me. These values that I establish, I know that if I live them out consistently, don't they not only bring me happiness and fulfillment, but they are going to add value to others, to those around me, especially to those closest to me. But again, even if it's somebody who regularly listens to or watches the podcast or interacts with me in business in the photography industry, they should be able to walk away and say, oh, man, Nathan Holritz is dot, 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 and name one of those values that I'm striving to live out consistently because of my intention to do so and because I'm following through in that intention. So that's the concept of values. Now, I know that, that we're, we're keeping it really simple for the sake of conversation today. Again, I'm going to recommend that book and I'll pop this URL up on the screen one more time. And it is called Reawaken 
the giant within. If you Google it, you should be able to find where to go download it, or you can just go to bit.ly forward slash bit.ly forward slash Boca Tony Robbins. And of course, we'll put that in the show notes at bocapodcast.com for anybody who is curious. If you don't read any other book this year, I'm going to actually recommend that you read this one. Because again, the way that Tony is able to communicate very important psychological principles in a way that's very easy to consume and ultimately are actionable. It's, it's, I just can't recommend the book enough. It's extremely compelling. And um, so make sure that you check out that book, Reawaken the Giant Within. So that's really the first step. And you say, Nate, okay, that's fine. I get what you're saying about the significance of values, the difference between values, establishing values and striving to live those out daily versus just kind of rehashing this process of establishing a New Year's resolution every year. I get what you're saying there, but what does this actually look like tangibly? Can you give me an example? Absolutely. I would be glad to do that. Again, I'm going to ask for the sake of context and having more depth to the understanding of this concept of values that you read that book, Reawaken the Giant Within. But Tony in his book, um, and I think both the book and the ebook suggests that you come up with a list of 10 values. I don't want to overwhelm you. This is something certainly that you need to take a little bit of time to commit to. It's really important, but I'm going to suggest that you come up with even just five values. And for the sake of conversation and example, I'm going to go ahead and pop this up right here so that you can see what this looks like. So and we have never actually done this before. I'm always sharing browsers to share photographers' websites or Instagram, um, this type of thing, but I've never actually shared a screen. So we're going to give this a shot, see if we can make this happen. And um, we'll see if this works. All right. So we're going to open the screen up here. Ah, it did work. Look at that. So I'm going to zoom in just a little bit. And then we'll, we'll just kind of run through what this looks like for me personally, and I'll kind of expound on this. So I have a list of, actually, I think I have exactly 10 values that I've listed here that are important to me. And we're going to start with one, which is healthy. Now, some of these may seem obvious, but I've thought about these values, again, for the sake of my overall happiness and fulfillment. What are the what are the things that I do that I feel most happy and fulfilled as a result? We could even add at peace as a result. And so I'm starting with the basics, healthy. And here's here's what's really important. It's one thing to name a word or to write a word down, but it's another thing to talk about how I would actually live that thing out. Because as I'm going to suggest in a little bit, if you want to kind of measure yourself, measure how well you're consistently living out your values, you can go back and journal at the end of the day or even at the end of the week and literally list all of your values and journal about how you lived those values out. And from that, feel a sense of accomplishment and fulfillment. But unless you establish what that looks like, it's hard to go back and review how you did, right? So what I'm going to suggest to you is that you actually get super specific and in this case, I've said healthy, that's the value. Anytime I take care of my body in a way that helps me stay lean, feeling alert and feeling energetic, food is fuel, right? I, I Food is probably my, one of my, well, it's certainly one of my biggest weaknesses as a human being, finding balance there, not overdoing it with sugar, et cetera. But shifting the way that I frame food, looking at more as fuel and sleep is king. So that's how I just, that's how I, describe what it means to be healthy. And as long as I'm doing this consistently, then I know that I'm reaching or achieving what it is that I'm trying to do and living out this value of health or being healthy. 
Second, growing or growth. Anytime I've learned or tried something new or pushed myself outside my comfort zone, always asking how and why. Simple. Anytime I've been able to minimize the number of moving parts in a situation, focus on what's, what brings the biggest positive results, 80-20 principle or the Pareto principle you might've heard of before. Kind. Anytime I've been able to show someone kindness in word or deed, particularly through empathy. Now, again, somebody might say, Nate, that's kind of obvious. Like, what, why do you need to write down, be kind? Of course you should be kind. And fair enough. That's fine. This is about intention. Part, part of this effort is about intention. And when you review this day in and day out or three, four or five times a week, it, it kind of brings you back to center. These are the set of values that I want to live out on a daily basis. And I want to make sure that my actions reflected in my actions are these values. For me, I needed to be more intentional about being kind, being kind. I was letting my anger kind of take over and my pride take over, my ego take over. And some of other tendencies get in the way of consistently showing kindness, not just to people in general, but even some of those closest to me. And so being intentional and again, outlining what that looked like, super important for me. Connected. Anytime I've been able to connect emotionally with an individual or small group, ideally helping them, teaching them, or giving to them in some way. When I say connecting emotionally, it's easy to have a surface level conversation with somebody or to have a practical um, conversation with somebody, whether in the workspace or otherwise. It's another thing to be open and to be vulnerable and to connect emotionally. And so that is really important to me. And I'm willing to do that, not just with those closest to me, but others as well. This is one of my values. Proactive. Anytime I'm moving forward, it's easy to get stuck in the past on something that's happening now, how I feel about this particular thing. Proactivity to me is super important that I'm consistently moving forward. It's not about being robotic, not feeling, but it's about consistently moving forward. And speaking of consistency, consistent. Anytime I've been consistent in my values and or emotional state, pretty straightforward. Time freedom and flexibility with my time. This is really important. And I've talked about this a lot over the years, but I've realized more recently that I need to do a better job of being more intentional in the way that I'm managing my time for the sake of, especially for the sake of the relationships with those that I'm closest to. So time and then thankfulness, pretty straightforward, but this is something that I've, it's a value that I've lived out for years. It was really instilled in me initially by my parents, um, probably my dad in particular. And you know, we were essentially not forced, sounds dramatic, but told to be, to, to say thank you for this or say thank you for that. Tell so-and-so thank you. Nate, did you say thank you? You're welcome. You know, these kinds of things where they were encouraging or pushing us to be thankful. And in some cases, sure, it was, it, we were doing it because our parents told us to do it. But then for me, it ended up becoming something that I want to do and feel I should do. And so not only exhibiting that to others, but maintaining that spirit, super important. Charismatic, anytime I've engaged with people in a spirit of presence, power, and warmth. I used the word manic earlier. I'm a pretty emotional guy. So when I'm when you see these words consistency and charismatic, for example, these are values that um, are helping kind of kind of further center me, or the goal is to further center myself and to find a little bit more balance in the way that I'm managing my emotions and ultimately engaging with others. And then the last there, uh, again, this may seem a bit funny. I'll explain. I'll give context. Anytime I do something that makes me or someone else laugh or get excited, fun. Fun is the value. And this is something that I certainly want to do. Naturally, I don't have to write it down uh, to want to have fun, but it's about intentionality. And I know that I have a tendency of being pretty uptight 
and that interferes in my relationship with, again, those closest to me. And so it's important that I keep this front and center. And when I'm, again, we're not just reading through these, these values on a daily basis or on a regular basis, monotonously or robotically, and it's just moving on. It's keeping it front and center, sometimes maybe a bit more subconsciously, sometimes consciously building that into my daily actions. What does it mean to have fun? Oh, you know what? This is a great reminder. I really do need to work on being a little bit more fun. Last night, I was so uptight with my kids and I was making a big deal that, about something that really wasn't that big of a deal. Next time, laugh it off, make a joke about it. Today, I'm going to make sure that the next time I see them, that I make a joke, give them a massive hug, give them a hard time about something, have some fun with them. And so that's, again, some of the thought process there. It's not about make, being perfect in all of these things. It's about intention. These are the values that I want to live out in my life. And by the way, these are not set in stone. I may tweak them, adjust them, maybe take one or two away if it's just too much and I really need to be focusing more on the other six, seven, eight. Um, but these are values that I want to live out for the sake of my happiness and fulfillment on a daily basis and ultimately for the benefit of others. And I think that's really, really important. Now, 10 values. Um, I, I came up with a way some time ago, uh, back I think when I, I had eight listed, eight or nine, to kind of run through these values in my head with a picture. The words or the picture representing a word and, and so forth. It's a lot to keep up with, especially when we're talking about you know the, the details about what these what these values mean. Recently, um, instead of, and it, I keep my values front and center. So right underneath this notification, let me actually come back to, I'm going to stop sharing my screen for just a second. Uh, see if you can see this here on my screen, along with the notification that the, the live stream was starting and it's not in focus. Sorry. There we go. Uh, and along with the notification that the live stream was starting, you can see that I've listed my value set there. Now you don't see the list of 10, the list was getting pretty long. And I, I always like to go in the direction, as you can see, one of my values is simplicity, minimalism, 80-20 principle. I, like to, I tend to move in that direction. And not, a little while back, I came up with a way of kind of consolidating these values, which again, I can go back to on a regular basis, but consolidating these values to a, a, a few phrases, four in particular, or specifically, um, that would more effectively, or that would effectively sum up what these values are about. So it's a lot easier to just kind of run through them in my mind to bring my, bring me back to center, if you will. So let me share those here really quick. Um, and this is kind of a way to sum up your value set. If you do get to a place where you have listed eight, 10 values that you want to live out on a consistent basis, but you want a quick way to remember your value set or the concepts represented by your value set, this is a way to go about doing this. So let me see if I can share my screen again. Again, this is kind of a, a new, a new, there we go. Okay, cool. It popped right back up. That was easy enough. So you can see there, say less, quietly observe and learn, ask questions, focus on what matters, let charisma drive impact, smile more, relax, be kind, connect, add value, step alongside and help make someone's life better and move forward, be physically active, be proactive consistently. Now, you don't see every single one of my, the, the 10 values that I just mentioned, nine or 10 values that I just mentioned listed in that summation, but it is a very easy way for me to kind of sum everything up, uh, just a quick point of reference, if you will, and that's the intention behind that. So again, if I pull up my, my screen here and see if I can get this to focus, the camera to focus, there we go. 
Say less, smile. Whoop. Say less, smile more, add value, move forward. And that's literally on my, my lock screen. So quick glance, it's a nice reminder. Now, my, my intention, and I won't bore you with my daily schedule, but my, my intention with my daily schedule is to start my day, as I mentioned earlier, by reviewing these values. And it really makes a difference. It, it's, it's a very centering process to just kind of, and it takes all of, you know, it can take a minute, 60 seconds if you want to, whether I'm going through the full list or just that summation. But I can bring, bring myself back to center, reminding myself of what it, what it is that I, not my task list for the day, not the projects, not my first quarter, second quarter goals for my companies. Those are, have, have their own significance. But just on a very simple level, who do I want to be today? And it doesn't have to change on a daily basis. These are the values that I want to live out consistently day in and day out. So to bring it back around, the question, of course, is, Nate, how do I go about establishing these values? What does that process look like? I mentioned starting with a book for additional context. Tony goes into it in much more detail. But you see an example of what values can mean, how, what it means to first list those out, and then be super intentional in describing what it looks like to live those values out. And then lastly, establish an easy way to remember those values. And I, of course, demonstrated that as well with the simpler list. Now it's just a matter of living those values day in and day out. And of course, putting them in a visible place, as I mentioned, is, is super important. Reviewing them on a daily basis. Uh, for me, I usually, in, I go and work out in the morning, first thing, whether it's you know after I drop my uh, kid off at school or otherwise, but first thing in the morning, go get a workout in. And the gym that I have gone to the most over the years and likely will continue to go to the most over the years, Planet Fitness, I can go work out and they've got these wonderful massage chairs. So I go to the massage chair after I'm finishing, I've finished with my workout and um, I read my industry news, tech news, news related to what it is that I'm doing. I have, I have a number of news feeds that I follow. I read through that. Um, I can read through, some days I'll read through a, a segment of a book that I'm in at the moment. And then that's also a time for me to very quickly, uh, and not about rushing, but again, it doesn't have to take a long time, but just quickly look through my values as I'm sitting there getting a wonderful massage. <laughs> and it's a really great thing. And that's kind of my process. So it's important that you take the time and it's going to take a little bit of time. It may take an hour or two for you to sit down and think about what are the states of being that over time, not just what do I want right now, but as I think back over my life about the states of being that have brought me the most happiness and the most fulfillment, establishing what those are first, but then after that, how can I go about living those out on a daily basis. Reviewing them daily is really, really important. And you can do that as long as you have created a system uh, or a process in which you're going to go to, or a schedule of, even if you will, that you're going to go to every single day in order to review those. That's really, really important. Establish them first, but then come up with a process through which you'll be able to review them easily. Put it on your lock screen or in an Evernote doc that you can very quickly pull up, look through, and then go about your day review them daily. And then the last thing, and I mentioned this earlier, just as a suggestion, this is not something that I've done uh, actively, but I know that some, especially as they're building this new habit, this is not a new habit for me, but as you're building a new habit, a great way to think about this more intentionally is not just, this is what I want to do, but this is what I did. I do this on, a, on an ongoing basis internally, and I haven't made it a physical thing with journaling, but I'm going to suggest journaling. For those of you that like that tangible process and maybe need a way to just kind of sit down and be quiet 
toward the end of your day or at the end of your day, I'd recommend journaling. Maybe even just do this for the first couple of weeks or first month or two of having this habit, having established your values and then reviewing them daily. I would suggest that you journal. It could, and now if you journal digitally, this make, it makes it really, really easy because you could literally copy and paste that values, those words with a little dash next to them and just very quickly type out a paragraph about how you did or maybe didn't live out that value in that day. And as you do this on a regular basis, you become much more self-aware about these values that you want to live out on a daily basis. It's, it's really, it'll be really, really helpful, not in just developing the habit, but making sure of not just developing the habit of looking at the values, but making sure that you're actually living them out and thinking about if you're not, how you can change your behavior for the sake of living out those values. So a lot of this is about self-awareness at the end of the day. And I think it's really powerful just for that reason. All right. That's, that's it. It's, it's really a simple concept. And I certainly can't take credit for the significance of understanding values. But what, what I will say is that this practice for me has been super important. I'm already an internal processor. I think about my behavior, but this right here helps kind of center that internal conversation in a really big way. And of course it minimizes the need for this constant massive change. I'm just like most other people, that feeling of hitting the reset button every once in a while, I like that feeling. It's not that we have to stop that altogether, but I think this idea of New Year's resolutions as it relates to changing you know, who we are as a human being, especially as it relates to health, um, it, it's, it's just a broken model. And we need to, to take a much more sustainable approach, certainly much less manic approach, but a much more consistent and daily approach, a daily practice. And what I would suggest to you is this practice of not only establishing, but living out, reviewing, and then living out your values on a daily basis. So that's it. That's my alternative uh, to New Year's resolutions this year. And I, and I appreciate you all taking the time to listen in, to join. I, I mentioned earlier, I encouraged earlier, for anybody who's streaming live, don't hesitate to ask questions, to comment. I'm going to go ahead and open the, the, the Q&A session here. Do you have any questions, any comments, any thoughts about New Year's resolutions here as we close out? You're more than welcome to pop those in the comment box, whether you're on Facebook or on YouTube. Again, for those of you that are listening to the audio version of this after the fact, I encourage you once again to go to youtube.com, subscribe, turn on notifications, and join these conversations in the future, especially when we have guests here. That's an opportunity not only to engage with me, but with our guests, ask them questions about the topic at hand. And it's really, really important. Nonetheless, I would encourage you to continue to, to listen in. Uh, BocaPodcast.com. For those of you who have not been over to the site there, and especially to check out the, the show notes, you can also go to Boca, B-O-K-E-H, Bookshelf.com. If you need some good book recommendations to read as we go into the new year, that's a really great resource as well. And uh, I'll pop this up on the screen here one more time. That book for or by Tony Robbins, Reawaken the Giant Within bit.ly slash forward slash Boca Tony Robbins. Make sure you get a copy of that. It's free, of course. And I would venture to you that if you're willing, not just to read it, but actually to read and apply it, especially when it comes to this idea of values, you're going to see a massive, massive impact in your life this year and beyond. All right. Well, thank you all. Happy New Year to you. Thanks for hanging out with me today. And I look forward to seeing you later this week. We've got some more live streams coming up later in the week. Make sure you follow us, Instagram.com slash Boca Podcast to learn more. Have an absolutely lovely, lovely day. And yet again, a happy new year.